Welcome to Reclaiming Confidence. Join me as I talk about all things relationships, feminine energy and leadership, confidence, and everything that will make your life more fun, abundant, and connected. I'm your coach, Nicole Lillian. Welcome back, everybody. I am so excited to be sharing with you all a new moon ritual and With the new moon coming up on the 1st of May, it is perfect timing for me to be releasing this podcast episode. You guys loved the full moon ritual episode, so I thought it would be quite fitting to deliver something for the new moon ritual side of things. And on the 1st of May, the new moon is in Taurus, so I'm going to be sharing with you guys what particularly to be doing for this new moon in May. When it comes to any other new moon, you could do something similar, but I'm just going to give you a little bit of a breakdown as to what energy is specifically happening around the new moon at this time. So you're going to go a layer deeper compared to the last episode on the full moon. I only just really spoke about a full moon ritual, whereas this time we're actually going that layer deeper. So get excited. I just want to say I'm not an astrologist. I don't ever want to be one, but I have this fascination with energetics. Astrology is something that isn't to be believed in. It is just something that is a part of us. We're not separate from it. It is the energy of the universe that we live in. And it's up to us to acknowledge that there is a part of every star sign within us. And it's also up to us to decide if we want to intentionally sit with the moon and its phases to utilize the energy that is currently present in the atmosphere. So at the time of a new moon, it is it doesn't mean that you have to sit down and do a new moon ritual. And it doesn't mean that it is anything spiritual or woo as much as it can come across that way to a lot of people it's just a time to be acknowledged because the energy that is playing out is playing out within us you know what's within is without what's without is within and it only makes sense to me especially after reflecting on how relevant the energies that have been playing out in 2022 it only makes sense to me to actually tune into the energetics even more so now more than ever and give them some acknowledgement and utilize them for my own benefit because there has been such a massive correspondence to all of the uh, astrological things that have been happening over the past like four months of our year 2022 that just makes sense to what has been happening in my life. There is a direct correlation and I can't deny it. And the more that I've actually given astrology the chance to explain itself, the more I notice that it's not so cult related as what I originally thought it to be. So If anybody's like, oh, she's so into astrology and she gets it and she's, you know, totally spiritual. Honestly, I wasn't always that person. I shut that part of me out for a long period of time in denying my connection with energy itself because I had a lot of shame around that and it didn't look like something in our society that was actually 
accepted, you know, back in my teens. So being almost 24 years old now, it's almost like there's this new evolution in society occurring after so much chaos and destruction. There is, it's almost like prompted people to question their lives more, question their values and their needs and what they truly desire in life now. And because of that initiation into self-inquiry, there's been this whole societal shift where a lot of new things and terms that were once perceived as witchcraft are actually now being recognized as the new way. It's like the new earth is being birthed. I'm finally starting to acknowledge and embrace these traits that I have buried so deep down within me for so many years. I'm sure that if you're listening to this, you can probably resonate. You know, when you were a child, you were so infatuated with your world. And I used to go off with the fairies and talk to the fairies and people would say that that's just what kids do. But that is also what adults would do if they didn't shut out the part of themselves that is so connected to everything around them, that is connected to energy, that is connected to spirit. Yeah, my wish is that by you continuing out ritual in your life, you start to connect deep with that part of yourself that has always been at the door of your heart. It's just waiting for you to open this door and let it back in. It wants to make your life easier. You know, it wants to help you notice that there is a reclamation of self that happens when you open the door to this part of yourself, because it isn't a question of if it is you or not, it is you. The more that we deny that, deny that part of ourselves, the more disconnected we actually become from life itself. So That is a little bit of a spill from me, but let's get into the new moon ritual. If you haven't yet listened to my full moon ritual, I recommend going and listening back to that episode. Forgive me, I don't know what podcast episode it is. I didn't check before I recorded this, but go back and listen to that. And that is a really beautiful full moon ritual that you can do at the time of a full moon. And this time I'm going to share with you a really simple, beautiful process you can take yourself through at the time of any new moon. But we're going to go a layer deeper for this episode by talking a bit about what energy is going to be present. So the new moon is occurring on May 1st. It is going to be in the energy of Taurus. If your moon was in Taurus, then you're going to feel This time is more potent for you than anybody else, but it doesn't mean it doesn't affect anybody else because you're not just your star sign. You are every single sign, like you have every single sign within you and every single sign is impacting and influencing and highlighting certain areas of yourself within and therefore without. Each moon is relevant to everybody. It impacts and influences everybody's energetic state. But somebody who does have Taurus very dominant in their chart is going to feel the pull and the influence and the connection to this moon specifically more than some others. 
So let's dive into what a new moon is. And if you're a little bit confused as to what a, what's the difference between a full moon and a new moon, again, go back and listen to the full moon um, episode because that is going to explain everything you need to know about the full moon. So a new moon is one phase of the moon's many phases and specifically it's the time when the sun and the moon align. So it appears full but dark in the sky. The new moon is a time to go inwards and tune into your truth at this very moment and it's a time to plant new seeds or what are the previous seeds that you've already planted for manifestation? So the new moon is thought to have what I like to say, these manifesting superpowers. Whatever we clarify and supercharge at the time of the new moon, it's believed to be brought to us with more ease, with the assistance of the new moon's energy. In other words, you can kind of think of the new moon as a time for vision boarding or connecting even deeper with your vision and with your manifestations. It's going to be supercharged with the astrological energy of the new moon, which is pretty cool and pretty special. I like to look at the moon as my accountability partner. So it kind of reminds me that there's always a time each month to reflect on what has happened, connect to my vision and learn from my mistakes. It is the perfect time to start saying yes to more, to open your mind to opportunities and new ways of creating and living. So get curious, get creative with this time and embrace spontaneity. The new moon isn't a time to cancel new plans and cut people out of your life that is that's you'll do all of that kind of stuff on the full moon but instead when it's a new moon really allow things to birth into your reality invite new beginnings embrace renewed energy within yourself Now, as I mentioned, there is going to be a new moon on the 1st of May that is in Taurus. I'm not too familiar specifically with what what each star sign means, but I did find a little spill that I really loved on tarot.com. They talk into what the Taurus new moon energy represents and they reference there is always a determination to get wherever the Taurus energy needs to go. So the Taurus energy gives you the ability to put in the work and stick it out when the going gets tough. Nothing can stand in the way of a Taurus who has decided on what they want. So if you were born with the moon in Taurus, it is considered a blessing because it's always about having your needs met. Whether it's nice sheets, delicious food or good music, a Taurus wants to feel a sense of pleasure in everything they do. When a Taurus is immersed in satisfying experiences, experiences, all is right in the world. So that little spill there was from tarot.com. If you want to dive deeper into any of the new moon rituals specific to the energy at the time, I really recommend going and having a look at their website. That is usually where I look. Just to break this down a step deeper for you guys, when this new moon is going to be in Taurus, 
there's a sense of a new dedication coming through for your life to getting what you want, to getting done what needs to get done. As Taurus is orientated towards filling its needs, so there's this really powerful, potent energy for you to go after the things that you've longed for. There's no better time to make them happen than in a Taurus moon. This new moon is going to be a time to do things that are tangible, the things that lead to taking form in your life. For example, you could go on a date, you could plant a new tree, you could post that gift, you could launch a program, you can start a business, you can change your furniture layout, you can make that meal that you've been craving for for months but just keep saying you don't have time. So it is just a beautiful time where a lot of your needs are going to get met if you just don't let anything stand in your way. Hopefully this really encapsules the kind of energy that is going to be present at the time of the new moon um, coming up on the 1st of May. And now I just want to share with you guys a really simple ritual you can take yourself through on the 1st of May. The way that I like to approach my own new moon rituals is setting the space first. What this encompasses is making sure that I am so comfy, all of my senses are lit, and I am intentionally creating space knowing that it is for my new moon ritual. So it can look like me lighting a candle, putting on some soft music, setting up an altar space, but also you don't have to do that. You could simply just decide to light a candle, sit outside, sit on your porch, sit in your office, sit on your bed even, just with a journal and a pen. And that can be enough for a new moon ritual. As long as you are intentionally dropping in with the new moon energy, you are always in ritual, no matter what objects you have present around you in your environment. Step one would be maybe light a candle. Step two would be to put on some music. Step three, I really encourage people at the time of a new moon to have some pictures and images of their future vision and even some mood mood board images that sets the scene and the energy for what you really want to embrace for the next four weeks. So once you have a few of those pieces with you, step four, you could start your journaling. And when you start journaling at the beginning, I think it's really important to do a brain dump. So a brain dump of just whatever is coursing through your mind, write out any thoughts, any stories, any concerns, and it doesn't have to make sense. It could be sentences, it could be a bulk paragraph, it could be bullet points, but just brain dump anything that you have to say in your journal, or it might just be one sentence. And then once you have done that, I'm going to give you some questions you can ask yourself that are going to set a really beautiful nest for you in your mind before you go into your new moon intentions. The first question you can ask yourself and journal about is how do I want this month to feel? How do I want it to feel? Do I want it to feel calm, easy, energized, inspirational? How do I really want this month to feel? And get clear on that. 
The next question you can ask yourself is what is important for my heart at this time? This question is helping you tune in to your needs. What do you really need at this time? Remembering that the Taurus new moon is going to be the perfect time where you make shit happen. You go after what you want and you don't let anything stand in your way. So asking that beautiful question, what is important for my heart at this time? The next question you can ask is where can I trust more? When you are tuning into new moon energy, it can feel really scary because it is a time of new beginnings. And when we decide to take on new ventures or make change in our lives, there is an element of trust we really need to embrace. So tuning in to, is there anything right now that I need to trust more of to embrace this new start, to embrace this new moon energy? So asking yourself that question and writing down anything that comes through. The next question you can ask is what new beginnings can I invite into my life? So is there anything that's been lurking in the background that you have been thinking about doing, but you just haven't ravaged up the courage to do it yet or say yes? Like what are those things? For example, it could be, do you need to launch your business on social media? Do you need to go on that first date? Is it time for you to go and meet your mum for the first time? You know, like whatever situation you're in, what has been niggling at you that is a change from your everyday life? What kind of beginning can you really start to embrace moving forward with this new moon energy? And the last question you can ask yourself is, who can I show some love and generosity to this month? I love asking this question no matter what month we're in, what moon we're in, what day it is. I feel like this question is important for everybody to ask, even in your day-to-day journaling activities. When we give love, we get love. You know, we can really embrace more love. And in the times when we find it really hard to give to ourselves, sometimes giving to somebody else fulfills that sense of self. So if you're really struggling right now and you don't know how you can start giving to yourself and taking care of yourself, sometimes giving to somebody else when you feel so helpless can really resolve a lot of those feelings of helplessness by just being of service to somebody else, by giving some love and being generous to somebody else who really needs it. So yeah, it's just such a beautiful question. Asking yourself, Who can I show some love and generosity to? So once you have done your journaling, you should by now be really in tune and connected with your heart and your body. Now we want to move into writing out our intentions for the month ahead. An intention is something that you are deciding to give focus to and follow through with. So writing down anything you want to give attention to and follow through with in your journal. For example, you might write, one of my intentions is to start my business. Another one of my intentions is to book this call or book this date or change my office or buy my desk like what are your intentions going to be for that month is it to spend more time with family is it to clock off at work 
every day at 5 p.m. What are your truest intentions for the month ahead? Get clear on that and write down anywhere between three to 10 intentions. If you go if you if, if you end up thinking about more than 10, then that's totally cool. I usually like to keep it uh, quite specific and as simple as possible. So I know it's going to be really easy to connect with just that handful of intentions for the month. You know, you've got another month ahead of you and another month ahead of you to plant new intentions, but what are the most important intentions for you this month for the next four weeks? Once you've written out your intentions, you're now in the perfect position to just close your eyes down, place one hand on your heart, one hand on one hand on your womb and breathe. Consciously take some deep breaths into your heart through your nose and exhale out of your mouth and just fully soften your body and feel into all of those intentions and just tune into each and every one and look down at your page and read them out loud. So the way that this could sound, because you're obviously listening to me through audio. So the way that this would sound is you've got one hand on your heart, one hand on your room. You're looking down at your piece of paper and you're reading out the very first intention. I am going to start my business and it's like, okay, now let your body feel that. Close your eyes, take a deep breath into your heart, (sighs) breathe out of the mouth and soften the body and let your body really lick up that intention and feel any niggles and all the emotions are welcome. But just let your body fully embrace the frequency of that intention. Let it be known. Okay. And when you're doing this, what you're doing on an energetic level is helping yourself feel safe with that intention, no matter how new or scary it may be. Okay. So really take your time here with reading them out loud and letting yourself breathe each intention through your heart and through your body. Once you have done that, you can pop all of your intentions somewhere special. I know people who have buried these (laughs) underneath the soil out in their backyards or their front yards. You can do that if you want to. I don't do that. I usually like to fold mine up and I'll write draw the little star sign of the new moon that it's been and I'll pop the date on there and I'll just pop it somewhere where I know a lot of my ritual things go, you know. So you could do that as well. You could pop it somewhere where you will see it every single day. It's completely up to you as long as you're putting it in a place that you're going to remember to come back and look at that at the end of the month, then that's perfect for you. And then before you wrap up, the last thing you just want to do that I really recommend doing um, because this is ritual is always giving thanks to yourself and to the entity that has been assisting you with that ritual. So for example, if you're doing a cacao ceremony, you'd give thanks to the cacao, to Pachamama. If you're doing a new moon ceremony, you'd give thanks to the moon and the energy that you've been playing with. So you'd say thank you to the moon. Thank you for this time. Thank you for your blessings and thank you for helping me come to this 
conclusion in my life, you know. So connecting in and just doing a really authentic, intuitive prayer and thanks to anything that has assisted you with that ritual. And then you're done. You can close your book, blow out your candle and continue on with your day or with your night and your week taking aligned action moving forward now that you know what your intentions are. So that's all I have for you guys on this podcast episode. You've been given the run through of how you can perform your new moon ritual along with the Taurus energy of this upcoming new moon in Taurus on the 1st of May. If this was incredibly helpful for you and maybe you learned something, I would love to know if you could leave me a podcast review on Apple Podcasts or you can head over to my Instagram, Nicole Lillian, or even go to my TikTok, which is Nicole underscore Lillian. A lot of my stuff is on TikTok at the moment, which I'm really excited about because I can do more educational stuff and post as many times a day and have it actually benefit my business. So I really recommend going over there and checking out what's happening and yeah, just letting me know that you're listening to this episode. I really love to know who my listeners are, help them by answering any of their questions that follow off the back of podcast episodes. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I love building relationships with people. It's a part of my birth chart. So please, please, please do it. Also, if you know a friend or a family member who would love this podcast, please share it with them. It helps so much. That's it from me, guys. And until next time, keep believing that you can. Bye-bye now.